Coming up on today's federal newscast, the National Intelligence Director refuses to comply with a subpoena over a whistleblower complaint. The next acting chief of the U.S. Park Police is accused of abusing his authority. And OPM sets new hiring rules for agencies saying don't let applicants self-rate their own abilities. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing. The acting director of National Intelligence is refusing to comply with a subpoena to turn over a whistleblower complaint, one that is setting up a legal showdown this week between the Trump administration and a House committee. The House Intelligence Committee chairman told CBS's Face the Nation that Intelligence Chief Joseph McGuire declined to release the complaint because he was instructed not to do so by a higher authority. Democratic Representative Adam Schiff says no intelligence director has ever refused to turn over a whistleblower complaint to Congress. Schiff says the committee will do everything necessary to get the complaint. The next acting chief of the U.S. Park Service is accused of using his role to improperly have criminal charges dropped against defendants, including some accused of assaulting officers. Gregory T. Monahan is set to take the role this week. He previously worked for the department's San Francisco office while based in D.C., the complaint filed by the Fraternal Order of Police says Monahan twice intervened to have charges dropped against San Francisco employees of Presidio Trust, a federal agency that helps fund San Francisco's Park Police through partnerships with other organizations. The Navy Secretary has appointed John Kroger as the service's first-ever chief learning officer. Kroger will lead and unify all Navy and Marine Corps formal education programs, It'll also implement educational changes to better prepare the Navy and Marines for great power competition. The Navy is also naming a new official to oversee its huge logistics, supply, and maintenance enterprise. The move is partly a response to Congress, which has been pushing DOD for years to pay more attention to long-term life cycle costs and its major weapon systems. Those long-term bills generally account for more than 70% of a system's total price tag. The new Navy official hasn't been named yet, but the office he or she will occupy will officially come into existence at the beginning of October. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A new strategy from the Air Force on artificial intelligence addresses the service's use of data and other ethical ramifications of the technology. The service says the strategy is crucial to fielding a future Air Force, executing multi-domain operations, and confronting threats before they reach the level of actual combat. The Justice Department has won an $8.4 million settlement from UPS for allegedly overcharging agencies for package delivery services. Justice announced the settlement after a joint investigation with the General Services Administration into whether UPS failed to follow the price reduction clause under its GSA schedule contract. The clause requires vendors to provide the government with their lowest commercial prices. Agencies now have even more new hiring guidance from the Office of Personnel Management. OPM is urging agencies to review their assessments they currently use to evaluate a candidate's skills and proficiency. It says agencies should generally stay away from assessments that let applicants self-rate their own abilities. OPM is also encouraging agencies to have subject matter experts get involved in the hiring process and review applications. The Postal Service has hit another financial setback, this with judges striking down its highest-ever price increase on stamps. 
The D.C. Court of Appeals ruled the Postal Regulatory Commission didn't make a good enough case to raise the price of a first-class stamp from 50 to 55 cents. The Department of Veterans Affairs program that gives tablets to veterans to use the agency's telehealth programs is getting some recognition. Studies in two independent peer review journals say the distribution program is making a difference with veterans who live in rural areas and veterans with social or clinical access challenges or mental health conditions. They say the VA's programs are also cutting back on missed veterans' appointments and other inefficiencies. Stopping terrorists and other bad actors from using cryptocurrencies to conduct illegal activities is the next frontier for the Army's Criminal Investigation Command. The Army Criminal Investigation Command is trying to improve how quickly it can detect criminal and suspicious financial connections, identify suspicious cryptocurrency transactions, and investigate cryptocurrency connections as part of its mission to protect the service. In a solicitation released last week, the command seeks an existing software-as-a-service capability that provides real-time Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency transaction tracing and analysis tools to spot transaction patterns. Other law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, the DEA, and the SEC, have similar capabilities. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories on federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wink. Music